Hey guys, I just had some more thoughts on your purpose and your destiny. And, you know, God's primary purpose for man is that we are to be conformed to the image of His Son. Anything else in your life is a secondary purpose. Your career, your family, uh, even uh, ministerial calling. Uh, this is all secondary to the primary purpose of being conformed to his son. So so how you fulfill your secondary purpose, how you fulfill your career, and, and how you fulfill your family, uh, how you fulfill your secondary purpose is a direct result of how you live according to your primary purpose. And so if you want to be uh, successful in your career and your family and any ministerial calling, then you have to be successful in your primary purpose, which is conforming to the, to the image of Jesus Christ. Now, you remember Paul said in chapter 8, uh, and we know that all things work together for good to them that love God and to them who are called according to his purpose. You see, God's plan is that you and I are to be conformed to the image of Jesus Christ regardless of the circumstances that come against us in this life. All things that happen to us in life are not good. And, and all things that happen to us uh, in, in this life is not from God. But God promises us that he's going to work it, even the bad, he's going to work it for our good while we're here in this fallen world. So, so if you love him and you're called according to his purpose, He's going to do this. Without a love for God and without a willingness to allow God to conform you okay, into the image of Jesus Christ, you're going to be bitter. You're going to be angry. You're going to be offended. You ever know somebody that, I mean, they are just, they're just looking to be offended. They live a life of offense. Jesus said not to do this because it, it ends up giving you a tormented life. You see, God has always desired to see something of himself in man. You know, when you look at your children, I look at my kids, and I, want, I, I can see some of myself in them. And so when God looks at man, he, he wants to see, he desires to see something of himself in man. Uh, because we were created in his image and his likeness. He, he said in Genesis 1, let us make man in our image after our likeness. And so, so God put the things that make up himself on the inside of us. And so we were created in this way so that God could have a relationship with us. And, and he demonstrated this in the creation of Adam and Eve. Now, you remember Adam was given names in Genesis 2 and in verse 20. He was given names to the cattle and to the, the birds and the, and the beasts. But it says Adam, there was not found a helpmeet for him. And so God caused a sleep to fall upon him, and he took one of his ribs. And, and when he saw a woman, Adam said, This is now bone of my bone and flesh of my flesh, and she shall be called woman. You see, he was looking at the animals, didn't find anything of himself in there. Okay, but when he saw Eve, he said, She's going to be woman. She's bone of my bone, flesh of my flesh. And, and, and you see, man came from God. And, and not from some evolutionary process from the animals. Okay, when Adam looked at the animals, he could not find one of his own kind. And therefore, from his own flesh, woman was brought. Nothing in the animals 
was like Adam. And Adam could not see anything of himself in the animals. But when he saw Eve, he saw bone of his bone and flesh of his flesh. You see, man has come out of God like woman came out of man. God looks at man and he expects us to look back. Okay, Man is to look at God and to know that we've been made bone of his bone and flesh of his flesh. But sins damage this. Okay, uh, the, the, the image of God in man, sin has damaged it. God intended for man to be in a relationship. God wanted to be a co-laborer with Adam and Eve in the, in the garden. God wanted to be in a relationship with man. Uh, 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 he wanted a higher plane of relationship than any other form of life. So, so we understand that all men are created in the image of and in the likeness of God. And, and, and even though that image has been perverted and, and destroyed, the, the purity of it destroyed, all men are created in the likeness of God, in the image of God. All of mankind is going to stand before the, the judgment season. They're going to give an account. Okay, They're going to give an account of themselves to God. Uh, you know, uh, Peter says, who, who shall give an account to him that is ready to judge the quick and the dead? So, the gospel is a perfectly executed story in real life that definitively paints the picture of how you and I are to be conformed into his image. You see, Jesus perfectly executed the image of God in man for our example. Now, Jesus did three things in order to bring the image of God in man. First of all, he came to this earth as a perfect model. He was a picture of the image of God in man. Jesus was seen, okay? He was the seen image of the unseen God. Uh, you know, it tells us in Colossians 1.15 about Jesus who is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of every creature. Even John said, in the beginning was the Word, and, and the Word was God, okay? And the Word was made flesh and dwelt among us. Uh, secondly, Jesus went to the cross to reconcile all of mankind back to God and to restore his image in our hearts. You know, Colossians uh, 1 says that when Jesus died on the cross, okay, the blood uh, caused us to be reconciled. Uh, Paul said in 2 Corinthians 5.18 uh, that we were reconciled by Jesus Christ, okay, reconciled to God. Even uh, Jeremiah talks about how, how God is going to put his law in our inward parts and he's going to write it in our heart, Jeremiah 31 and 33. And, and, and then the, the writer of Hebrews says that God's going to put his laws in our mind and he's going to write them on our hearts as well. And then thirdly, Jesus sent the Holy Spirit after his resurrection to conform us, to lead us, to guide us into the image and the likeness of God in all three parts of man's being. And so so we are triune beings as well, okay? And, and so God, Jesus, gave us the Holy Spirit in order, to, in order to conform us back to the image of God in all three parts of our being, our spirit, our soul, and our mind, okay? Uh, the entire gospel message is about the Holy Spirit conforming us back after you get saved into the image of God. So, so this idea of the new man. Now, Paul wrote to the Colossian church, and he says, Lie not one to another, seeing that you've put off the old man and his deeds, and you've put on the new man, which is renewed 
in knowledge after the image of him that created him. So, so if you are a saved, born-again child of God, you have the new man on the inside of you, born after an incorruptible seed. Okay, uh, you know, the Bible tells us that old things are passed away. Behold, all things become new. Okay, now the body, the body, so your, your soul was saved immediately when you trusted Jesus as your Savior. The body of man in our current state is not in the image of God. Your body and my body is decaying. It is corruptible. And it has to put on incorruption to be in the presence and to be in the image of God. Um, man in our current state is more like the animals than God. Uh, and, and our physical body is going to return to the dust just like the animal's body is going to turn to the dust. Um, but there's, there's, there's three realities of the triune state of man. The, the spirit of man, when you got saved, born again immediately, sealed by the blood of Jesus Christ. Okay, that's your spirit. So, so when you got saved, you were in the, in the courts of heaven, you are a child of God. Secondly, the soul, your soul is being transformed. And then the body, our body is purchased, but it's not redeemed. So the spirit of man gets born again by faith in the image of God immediately. Okay, for by grace are you saved. The soul of man, that is your thoughts, your will, your emotion, these are renewed daily. Daily our thoughts and our will and our emotions have to be washed by the, by the word, okay, by the washing of the word. Uh, and then thirdly, our body. Our body has been purchased, but it hasn't been redeemed and therefore, it will not return to the image of Christ until the second coming. So the natural body will return to the dust, uh, but the natural body is saved by hope, this future tense, and it's going to be redeemed at the second coming. Okay, you know, Paul was describing the different types of bodies in 1 Corinthians 15, and he says, you know, that God, you know, giveth all the seed a different body. And he, and he says, all flesh is not the same. You know, there's the flesh of men, the flesh of beasts, and fishes, and birds. There's also celestial bodies and bodies of the terrestrial. But the glory of the celestial one and the glory of the terrestrial one is another. There is one glory of the sun and the moon, and so he's talking about all these different different bodies. But speaking of the of the body of man, he says, "Howbeit, that was not the first which is spiritual, but that which is natural, and afterward that which is spiritual." So the natural body has to pass away in order to give way to the spiritual body. Uh, he he says, "The first man is of the earth, earthy; the second man is." the Lord from heaven. The The first man was Adam, and he was made from what? The dust of the ground. Okay. The second man was Christ, and he came from heaven down to this earth. As is the earthy, such are they that are earthy, and as is the heavenly, such are they that are heavenly. As we have born the image of the earthy, we shall also bear the image of the heavenly. So the present tense, we bear the image of Adam. In our present state, we, we bear the image of Adam in our, in our earthy body. Okay, future tense, we're going to bear the image of Christ in a new body. You see, we're all going to be changed in the moment of a twinkling of an eye. Saved person, you're going to be changed. You're going to be given an incorruptible body. You see, the body we have now is corruptible. It's in the image of Adam, and it's going to be done away with. But the body that we're going to get at the second coming 
the body that we're going to get, the glorified body, is going to be in the image of Jesus. This is the pinnacle. This is the pinnacle of us returning back to what we're supposed to look like. You see, your primary purpose, again, your primary purpose is for us to conform to the image of Jesus Christ. That is your primary purpose. And it's, it needs to happen while we're here on this earth in our mind, okay? It needs to happen with your spirit. you got to get saved. And then all these things at the, the, the end when the, when the Christ comes and he calls the, the dead in Christ and they rise and we which are alive and remain, we're going to be caught up and we're going to be changed. Then our body purchased now, but at that time it's going to be redeemed. And so conforming to the image of Christ. Listen, you take care of the two parts and you, you do your best. You wash your mind with the word. You, you trust Christ as your Savior, and then he's going to redeem your body there in the end. I've got more thoughts on the uh, purpose and our destiny. I've got more thoughts on this, and so uh, we'll just go ahead and cut this off now, and we'll, just, we'll pick it up on another day. Thanks for listening.